so it's a pleasure being here once again and i would like to say thank you for all those that take the time to listen to these segments being shared week after week thank you and i do hope that the messages being shared will be able to bring some level of clarity understanding and for you to actually make sound and wise decisions in your spiritual life so brethren all scriptures will be read from the king james version bible only and today i would like to speak on if you earnestly seek first god's kingdom then his blessings you can draw down so i'll start brethren from studying the life of job and abraham we can readily see that god is totally committed to blessing his people abundantly then we observe his treatment of israel we must be convinced that he can take care of his children very well notwithstanding these facts it is necessary to point out that god's blessings are not accessible simply on the grounds of all being his people instead they are in linked to the level of our fellowship with him this fact brethren can be easily verified by studying the old as well as the new testament because of what was shared earlier jesus admonished us not to explore energy solely in the pursuit of worldly riches instead he advised that we seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness then all these things will be added unto you well unto us so that's matthew chapter 6 verse 33. end time saints what jesus wanted us to lay hold on was this if we would earnestly seek to know god and fully commit ourselves to learning and obeying the principles of his kingdom his blessings shall overtake us even as night follows day on your own time please read job chapter 31 verses 1 to 40 and you will understand what jesus meant by his matthew chapter 5 verse 33 reference this said text of job chapter 31 verses 1 to 40 has relevance for us today for what was described in that text was a practical demonstration of laying up treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust could corrupt nor where thieves could break through steel so that's matthew chapter 6 verses 19 to 21. brethren because job lived the lifestyle that was described in chapters in chapter 31 verses 1 to 40 he was twice declared by god to be the greatest man in the east so that's job chapter 1 verse 3 and job chapter 42 verse 12. As can be seen from Job in chapter 31 to 40, he meticulously followed the principles of the kingdom of God 
Therefore, he was blessed above measure. Now, a question is in order. Would God do the same today? And the answer to that question is, of course, he would. But the next question is, are we willing to walk as Job walked? Now, if persons answer yes to that question, do know that God would do no less than he did for Job. Because of these facts, we know that God is anxiously waiting to lavish his blessings on you or on me as long as we are willing to walk in the precepts outlined in Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. Surely, this problem is common to all of us, brethren. We expend all our energies in the pursuit of material things. And in so doing, we lose out both on the temporal as well as on the eternal front. Now consider the life of Elijah for a moment. Because he sought first God's kingdom and his righteousness when famine hit the land. God commanded the raven to feed him with flesh and bread for a long, long time. Then after the brook dried up, God then put him up by a widow and fed him for the duration of the famine. So that's 1 Kings chapter 17 verses 1 to 16. In New Testament times also, we saw Jesus on two occasions multiplying bread and fishes to feed over 12,000 men besides women and children. And when a simple deacon had a transportation problem, God lifted him from Gaza to Azotus. So read Acts chapter 8 verses 39 to 40. Now the question I'm asking now, can God do it again? And will he do it again? Brethren, if the circumstances dictate it, he will surely do it. Occurrences teach us that God will stop at nothing to make sure that we have his blessings. Of course, there are those who misinterpret Jesus' promise of Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 to 32, and use him for an excuse for financial inactivity. But when Jesus said, take no thought with respect to what we eat or wear, etc., and cited the plant and animal kingdom as examples of his ability to provide for this creation, he was neither advocating laziness nor slothfulness. Instead, he was attempting to teach us to put our total reliance on his ability to provide us with life's basic necessities. Neither is he against our being enterprising for his treatment of the unprofit unprofitable servants is surely indicative that he is supportive of profit making 
This fact you can easily verify by reading Matthew chapter 25, verses 24 to 30. What lessons then can we learn from Jesus' discourse of Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 to 33, brethren? And the answer to that is, if nothing else, we should never miss the following points. If we earnestly seek first and diligently practice the principles of the kingdom of God, the necessities of life for which the heathen expend all their energies would be at our beck and call. We would not be as most of us are today, knowing only how to suffer lack, but we would also know how to abound. In short, we would, like Elijah, be able to survive in spite of any difficult circumstance. Yes, we would no longer be victims of difficult situations. Instead, we shall surely be able to overcome in every situation. Brethren, If there was ever a time when Jesus' statements of Matthew chapter 6 verses 19 to 33 have relevance, it is surely now. For we live in a day when millionaires will experience ban bankruptcy. And can you imagine how devastating it will be for those who live on month-to-month -month earnings? Now because of the prevailing financial situation, and the fact that things will progressively get worse as this age comes to a close. It behoves us to seek first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, and like Job, trust him to take good care of us, even as he takes care of the lilies of the fields and the birds of the air. In closing, please be reminded of this fact. God is not honored if, materially speaking, you have nothing. In fact, if you cannot take care of your own, especially those of your own household, you have denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. Read 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 8. I just paraphrased it. On the other hand, if you would but seek to understand and diligently practice the principles of God's kingdom, then his blessings you can surely draw down. For it was Jesus himself who taught us the following. Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So that's Matthew chapter 5, verse 25 and verse 33. So the scripture, brethren, just shared, is God's clearest statement of assurance given to his children that he is totally committed to meeting all their needs in this present life. However, 
since our physical unlike our spiritual needs are of a temporary nature god in his wisdom and love for us in the scriptures in matthew chapter 5 verse 25 and verse 33 has promised to meet all of our physical needs if we would but first seek and learn the principles of his kingdom so brethren that's the end of my segment today i will be live next again and brethren have a safe and productive week remember that jesus christ loves you and i love you please prepare yourselves for jesus christ's return because he will be returning soon spend your time on a daily basis reading the holy bible surround yourselves with people who are of the same spiritual nature of you as brethren we need to strengthen each other for what lies ahead so have a blessed and productive week bye for now